uh, yellow. It's all out, and I'm your host, Aja Smith. Y'all, I'm on a fucking binger today. My energy is back, and I'm feeling manic, menstrual on this fucking mic today. That's what we're, we are today. And you know what? I want to first talk to you guys about, and I'm sorry if I'm speaking a little crazy and loud today, the amount of energy flowing through my veins is like the Hulk smash smoking a fucking doobie is what it feels like. (laughs) That's actually so spot on. But um, the first thing I want to say is don't ever buy fucking flight insurance because it doesn't do anything. I bought myself a little ticket to Tulum, Mexico, like every little um, influencer on the fucking Instagram. And I was like, ooh, Tulum, Mexico. Well, we bought tickets, whatever. Shit fucking happened. We had to cancel the trip. My ass bought everyone's tickets. And when we canceled, I was like, oh, no big deal. I bought flight insurance on all the tickets. (laughs) On the flight insurance, it said, you can cancel for any reason upon 60 days before your flight. Well, bitch, I did that. I did it well beyond the flight. 60 days. And, um, or it was like, I think even 30 days, it was like 30 to 45 days. And it was like 60 days that I had provided canceled the flight and my insurance. I've been going back and forth now for two months trying to get my fucking refund. And let me tell you, if your name's name is Florence Hayes, fuck you, bitch. I hate your fucking guts. Basically I said, we're canceling our flight for some stupid ass reason. And she's like, well, you can't cancel for that reason. And we can't refund your money for any just old reason. And I was like, bitch, it said for any fucking reason I could cancel and get a hundred percent refund. And sorry, Eli is moving around. What did you have to say? Tell me, tell me, what were you just about to say? Keep on saying fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> I didn't realize guys when I started existing, how much I said the F-bomb. I really don't even know when I say it. It's just a part of language. And I think that you're a fucking pussy if you can't hear somebody say the F-bomb. Sometimes it is a little vulgar when I go back and listen and I'm like, God damn, bitch, do you have any other vocabulary? But it's just another word to me and I don't really care. Like language is not that real. Fuck is not so hurtful to others, but Eli, lo and behold, makes me aware of all my faults. (laughs) But if your name is Florence fucking Hayes, fuck you. So basically my best friend (laughs) had an emergency surgery for her appendix (laughs) in the day after her surgery, because we were going to go on this trip together. It was like, hey, bestie, so bad news from the insurance, but do you have any documents from your surgery that we can submit to get some money back? I was like, I know that you just got out of surgery, but can you please send me the documents so we can get refunded immediately? And she was like, bitch, I don't care. And she sent them, but I sent them to the insurance lady and she's like, well, you sent these. It says that her surgery was on the 12th and you canceled your trip on the 1st. So your coverage was not during that time. And I was like, well, duh, because you need time to prepare for the surgery. And she's like, well, I'm going to need documentation of that. And this fucking bitch <laughs> sent me like an this three or four page paper that my friends, she would have to fill out. Her doctor would have to fill out and 
her personal health insurance would also have to fill out with names, numbers, all of that shit. My ass was ready to forge a fucking document to do what I needed to do. But I got too scared and I'm not trying to go to jail yet and go to jail for that reason. If I'm going to go to jail at all, it's going to be for something way cooler than fucking that. If I'm going to commit a crime, I'm going to commit it good and I'm going to commit it cool. So anyways, fuck this bitch. And I, when I called her or she called me, I was like calling the insurance and I was like, hey, this bitch denied me. What the fuck? And he's like, yeah, that's so weird. I can help you file an appeal. Well, she, somebody, the, the claim adjuster should be calling you within the next one to two business days. She calls me and she goes, is this Miss Smith? And I was like, yeah. And then she goes, what do you want? Bitch, <laughs> excuse me. What do I want? I want my fucking money back. You know exactly what I want. What are you calling me? Acting like the fucking bitch. You know what it sounds like? It sounds like you haven't laid in quite some time. And quite obviously, Florence Hayes. You know what? I probably shouldn't even be using real names, but who am I? And this is what I was talking about with a friend the other day. We were talking about talking shit about people. And is it really talking shit about people if they've done something to you or it's directly affecting your life? I don't think so. And you know what? I think, you know what? I try to be, maybe I should take a deep breath. You know, my energy is really getting up there. I do yoga and I journal and I do all these things because I am naturally, Elijah, can you come turn off the air please now? And the thing is, it is 100% valid to talk about a situation that directly affects you. And that doesn't mean that you're talking shit about the person. Something has happened. I'm allowed to talk about it. Am I going to go and talk about it to everyone and blast that shit on the internet? No, I'm not. But I'm still allowed to talk about it. Like if you parked in my fucking parking spot, threw a piece of baloney in my fucking face and told me that I had a camel toe the size of fucking Mount Everest, then yeah, I'm going to be like, fuck that bitch. I hate her. You know, maybe I wouldn't even say that. I'd probably be like, yeah, true. But you know what I'm saying? Like, you're comp- it's completely valid to talk shit about people who have negative juju energy. And that's just that, sweetheart. And you know what? It's cleansing for the soul. Like I said, talking shit is basically like my therapy coming on this mic and telling how I truly feel about the things that are coming out on my life and the people around me. I'm allowed to. There's no law against that. And who says I'm a bad person for sitting here talking about things that bother me and people that I don't like? I'm not a bad person for that. It's just not true. And you know what? You can take your sensitive Sally assholes and shove it right up one. Okay, that was deep. That was too much. I'm okay. See, and then there has to be some self-reflection. Like you, you have, (laughs) there are always fine lines and there are always boundaries just about finding them and sometimes you trip right over them and you get fucked and look like the bitch that you are anyways besides Florence Hayes I have some things I take it off my chest (sighs) Gwyneth Paltrow's home I don't know if you guys um saw her architectural digest fucking video of her home that's my dream home. That's what I envision in my head. I obviously have some other critiques and things that I want in my home, but basically she she hit the nail on the fucking head. I didn't love the living room. Like that's when I 
am thinking of my dream living room. Hers is not mine, but the rest of the house, she can fucking get one. My, I'm going to snail trail this pussy juice all the way to her house because it is my sanctuary. Um, I don't know much about her though, other than that. I think that people say she's problematic. I don't know. That's another thing. I know you should always do your research on people, but it's like, I don't have the time, the day or the energy to see if someone's always a fucking bitch. You know what? But at the end of the day, I liked her fucking house. So that's pretty good. And I also wanted to talk about, um, Valentine's day that's coming up, but I think I'm going to save that one for later, but men not providing you know what? I keep seeing all these TikTok trends about like male podcasters and they're like, I'm an alpha female or I'm an alpha male. And as an alpha male, these females don't understand that I have 1000 other options and I have top tier pussy. And you don't understand that I could literally do anything that I ever fucking wanted in life and I don't fucking need you. So tell me why I should choose you. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. You're fucking ridiculous. You're never going to get married. And these women might fuck you, but they're never going to stay with you. Nobody wants you. I'm sorry. And you know what? There's this whole thing with also insecure men. Men aren't going to like what I'm about to say, but I don't really care because we have 80% female listeners on this podcast. Yeah. And that's how you know that I'm doing something right. Because it's mostly female. And if I had more male listener than I did female, I think I might off myself right now. But one thing I want to say is that men will sit here and say, are many, are women just looking for somebody to like use my, oh fuck, I can't. See, I just completely slaughtered that. That didn't make any fucking sense. When men are like, you can't just use, are you just using me for my money? Like if you're not a millionaire, can you shut the fuck up? Can you, and it's like this insecurity in men where they can barely provide for themselves. So it makes them insecure to think about providing for someone else or a woman. And it's like, I saw, I was watching, um, 90 day fiance. <laughs> He was, he was asking her, he was like, so are you just dating me because of my money? And she's like, yeah. And he was like, you're serious. Like if I had nothing to offer you, would you date me? And she's like, I don't know why you're asking these questions. She was like, would you date me? Would you be dating me if I wasn't hot and beautiful? (laughs) Come on now. I mean, this is a two way street satisfaction satisfaction both ways. If you're going to use me because you like to look at something while, while you have sex versus paper bagging it, then shut the fuck up. Give me the check and let's go shopping. It's a two way street. I don't know why men think that it's like you want to be head over heels. They want women to be head over heels in love with them when they have absolutely nothing to offer. <laughs> like sweetheart, if you have nothing else to offer than money, than money, then you just need to shut up. If you're not funny, you don't have a personality, you're not a fucking handyman, you're not saving me a couple bucks from the fucking plumber to come or somebody to fix my fucking car, then you can quietly shut the fuck up and do what you're told. (laughs) 
<laughs> that is so mean and that's not even how I operate in life, but I it is how I have things in my mind. Like you you guys are probably like, aren't you like what is your dating like? Uh but talking about toxic, um, I mean a little bit of that is a little toxic. Not really toxic. It's just real. It's just how it is. Like, <sighs> anyways, um, I was talking to a friend, and we were talking about boys, boys, boys. And I was getting ready. On the record, though, really quick, I just want to say that I do not fuck with Kanye West, and I don't really pay attention to celebrities or things like that that often because why the fuck would I care? Not my problem. Not my world. Also, we live in two completely different realities. But my whole For You page has been about Kanye West and Kim Kardashian. And I've just got to say that if you side with Kanye West throughout all of these situations going on right now, you're fucked in the brain and you need a reevaluation test and probably some psychiatric treatment because the man's a manipulator. He's fucking out of his mind and he's off the meds. And I'm going to tell you as somebody who has people in their family that have mental or many mental health conditions and disorders and Kanye West is just a fucking asshole. Uh. <laughs> Something that I want to know is though, is that am I a accidental, accidental, accidental devil worshiper because I listened to Lady Gaga and Beyonce when I was 11 years old? Real question. Because although I love Lady Gaga and I love Beyonce I truly believe with my mind body and whole soul that they have made deals with the devil and they possibly are devil worshippers I don't know if you guys have seen but the time where Lady Gaga went with this like she's like works with celebrities and she's like basically like this devil witch whatever lady and Lady Gaga went and saw her many 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 times and Lady Gaga was blindfolded naked in a forest walking and there's possibly like these satanic rituals going on and the lady's fucking insane and I just want to know like when we're like like singing all these weird words and things like am I accidentally saying a spell am I accidentally worshiping the devil well I'm not consciously doing it so I can't be but like you know what I mean I want to take a ride on your disco sick don't have some fun this beat is sick yeah Anyways, Valentine's Day is coming up and I just said this earlier today on my Instagram story. And if you want to follow me on Instagram, Aja Smith, A-U-J-A-S-M-I-T-H. Um, but um, Valentine's Day is coming up and we have our single ladies out there. We have a single men out there and we have the people that are in a relationship. I want to say if you're a single woman... Or you're in a relationship. Men, all my men listeners out there, if you're even talking, well, I would be in a, if you're in a committed, you know, stable relationship with a woman, you need to get her lay wand. It's a vibrator and it's really weird for me to talk about it because I didn't have a vibrator until like a year and a half ago, two years ago. And I was like, ew, I don't need that. I'm so uncomfortable. But the thing is, I think that I was just 
so like uncomfortable with like myself and my body and touching myself, which you, I hate saying that out loud, puke in my fucking mouth. I'm sorry. Sorry, nanny. Actually, my nanny's probably like, get it girly. <laughs> but (laughs) the thing is I said this a while ago but like this does not make me any better than anyone else or whatever bullshit again whatever you do is your business your problem whatever I couldn't care less I do not watch porn I just can't get off to porn I'm seeing two naked humans doing stuff and I'm just like ew, this is your personal business. I don't want any part of it, but I'll tell you what, if it's fucking Christian Grey from Fifty Shades of Grey, you bet your ass I'm watching that shit. Or what was the other one? It's like 365 Sex Life or something. It's like that on Netflix. And then there was the the Sex Life one. I know my friends were like, ew, that's so gross. Don't watch that. I don't know. I liked the Sex Life one. And I was like, damn, girl. But... Oh my God. And I was talking about that to my nanny. I was like, there's this like crazy show on Netflix right now. It's, and they're like having sex. And she was like, what's it called? And I, she messaged me on Facebook messenger, like a week after, sorry, nanny, if you're listening and I'm outing you right now. And she was like, what was that one show called again? And I was like, bitch, if you don't shut the fuck up right now, I'm not telling you no. <laughs> You have to think though, like when you get old, like they say women are more horny in their forties and men are more horny in their twenties, which is unfortunate. But the thing is, I don't watch porn. It makes me uncomfortable. It's like watching, it's kind of like, have you guys watched those nature videos where they show two animals having sex, like two praying mantises or like two birds having sex and you're like, ew, the fuck? Why would I want to watch that? That's how I feel watching two other humans have sex. And like, if you've ever, and I know, I, I hate to say it to all the people who know me, if you've ever recorded yourself having sex with someone, I'm sorry. I'm just doing it for, I'm a fear, I'm, a, I'm just a fucking actress at that moment because I'm not going to go back and watch that and be like, oh yeah, this is totally hot. This is totally turning me on, which maybe just be me and maybe I'm just fucked up and maybe there's something weird about my sexuality. Who the fuck knows? But I don't go back and watch that and I'm turned on. I'm not turned on by dick pics. I'm not turned on by vagina pics. I'm not turned on by the slushing sounds of the juices and everything else that has to go in a hole. I'm just not. I don't even remember where I was going with this point. Something about porn, vibrator. Oh yeah. So vibrator. I got a vibrator and the thing is, I wouldn't say, see, it's, what is it called? Ebbs and flows. Is that what I've heard? Yeah. We're like you, your my sex, at least my sex drive and my sexuality goes in two different places. And like, sometimes I'm really horny for like two months. And then I would be like, I don't even want to think about my vagina. There's just, it's just a hole and nothing more. I don't even want to think about it. But the thing is, having a vibrator is life altering. The first time I got my hands on a my Le Wand, I was I the thing is, it was having an orgasm. 
for me personally, and you know what, I don't even know if I should be saying on this on the internet, but again, it's okay because you guys can't see my face and it feels more private and more again, me just talking to myself. If you guys have had an orgasm, men, we all know you guys can nut, so shut the fuck up. If you've had an orgasm, I had a friend actually where she was dating this guy for four years and she's like, I've never had an orgasm. My jaw was on the fucking floor. I was like, excuse me, what ma'am? Whatever, not my problem, (laughs) but it did make me feel sad for her. I, at first, when I first started having sex and orgasming, I first didn't even realize that I was orgasming. Like I was just like, this feels really good, but I couldn't distinguish what was like, just like, ah, (laughs) and like an orgasm. I know that's fucked, but as I am growing into my adult womanhood, I first started having orgasms only on top. You know, you're sitting and I know men are like, I don't like it when you just like scooch on my dick back and forth. Well, I don't care. You're going to get your nut at the end of the day. So just let me get mine. Shut up. That's how I would orgasm. Just on top. I would only orgasm on top. I can. And still to this day, I think I've only orgasmed once from missionary. And plus I feel weird in missionary. I feel like a little twerp with my arms to my side. Just, I guess you don't have to necessarily lay like that. (laughs) I am like really outing myself here, but like in missionary, if you're like not touching your partner and I guess this is for heterosex. I guess you could have like a, sh- never mind, never mind. I'm not even going to get there, but just laying there with your arms to the side, like a little twerp. And I'm just like laying there and I'm like, I, this feels weird. I am feeling like my butt is being pushed up and just a big old weird stick going in and out of me. Oh God. I don't even know if I should be saying this. I'm so sorry. Don't care though. And, um, yeah, so I haven't, I've only came from that once and usually it's still only on top or like maybe from the side with a little hand action in the front. But let me tell you this, this fucking vibrator, I was literally, my whole body was shaking and I'm not going to necessarily say that I liked that, but the orgasm was like so big and long and good that it was like my whole body like I'd never experienced anything like it in my life and like at the end of the day why not just try it but I will say pre-warning if you dig it the lay wand one of the problems that I have experienced with it is that orgasm orgasming during sex it's still good but like not in comparison to the vibrator and it's the best fucking vibrator. I think I've bought like four vibrators and it tops the fucking charts right now. I just checked. I would, if you're going to get it or if you're going to get it for your partner, I would suggest the petite one because it's like basically like a metal, like not a metal stick, but like a stick. And then on the top is like a soft rubbery thing and it vibrates and that's what you use. It's not like, like, not like a dildo, like sticking in your vajayjay. And it's the petite one is supposed to be smaller and the original one is bigger, but the bit, the original one is so big that it's like, it's like too big and too heavy. So the, I feel like the petite one is not, it's not small by any means. I feel like the petite one is just like an the normal size. And then there's the like original one, which is like a fucking massive, which I don't see why anybody would want that one. 
But the petite one on their website is on sale for, you know, I'm not even getting paid for this. I should have reached out to the brand and said, hey, girlies, love the brand. Want me, sponsor me. <laughs> but it's on sale and it's called Lay Wand as Ellie and then Wand, W-A-N-D. I'm only spelling it out because as a listener, sometimes I'm stupid and I'm like, how do you spell things? I don't really know. I, I don't really know. <laughs> But as a woman, I think that like sometimes we can be like, ew, no, like, mm, that's weird. I don't really need that. Like, I'm fine now, but why not? Don't knock it till you try it. I feel the rain on your skin. Let it sink in. I have that song stuck in my head all day long. Um, just a little FYI. FYI. Um, does anybody else, I have bought in the same amount of spoons and forks every single time, but somehow my spoons end up doubling and my forks all go missing. No, no one else. Is that just fucking me? I'm wondering if I have a ghost in my house. Not really. I don't really think that, but it's weird. Um, so though, anyways, about the trip, the trip. So now I'm rescheduling. I'm trying to replan a trip. And the thing is with me, I'm not like most girls. So <laughs> I'm just really like not like the others. I am just so, I promise, like I'm so different. I hit so different. <laughs> That's so fucking cringe. I want to kill myself now. Um, no, but, um, I'm trying, we're trying to plan another trip. And the thing is about me is that I would rather not go on a trip at all than to have to plan a trip, planning a trip and looking up all the different things and thinking about where to go, where to eat, all that stuff is so overwhelming to me that I would rather not go on the trip at all than to have to plan it because it's so fucking overwhelming and so much stuff. So if I go on trips, I have to go either just go with the flow. I'm no, I know my destination. I'll figure it out when I get there. And that's usually how I am, but it's nice to have people who do plan the trip, but either way, regardless, I'm not too worried about what's going to happen for my trip that I'm going on. And FYI, I'm hoping not that you guys give a shit what's going on in my life, but this is my podcast. So, um, <laughs> I have like massive, like massive, 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 like crazy news that I want to share with, I hate saying, want to share with all you guys. Like I'm uh, like, I have, like I'm fucking somebody, but most of you are my fucking friends and people that know me or like me or whatever. But, um, I have something really crazy happening in my life possibly, and I won't know for sure till the end of February. And then I'm going to give myself time to decide if this is genuinely what I'm going to do or not. But like, and I hate saying this without like telling you guys what it is. But the thing is, I don't want to say anything until it's like stuck in stone because it's kind of embarrassing to say stuff. And then you're like, Oh no. But is it really like, it's just like the same thing where people are like, don't tell people your plans or goals until they happen or don't people tell. And then there's the people like you should tell everybody, you should tell people your plans and goals so they can believe in you too, which it's like, 
then like some people are like, if you do, and then people send you that negative energy. But I feel like if you tell people your plans and goals or things that you're looking forward to doing, regardless if they're putting negative energy on it or not, and like trying to downplay one, that fucking sucks. And I've, I know that feeling and there's nothing worse than when you're really excited about something or something really big might be happening in your life. And you can just tell by the expression on somebody's face or what they say that they're like not all the way for it or they don't like it. Like you're just like, oh, fuck. But I think that it's always good to tell people that because then you know who has your best interest, what they're actually feeling, what they're actually thinking about it. And then you can put them on your shit list. (laughs) Not really, but so I have something coming. I'm not going to say it yet just because I'm scared and I don't know if I'm going to do it, but I'm hoping that by next episode, I can tell you guys what it is at least. And then I will go through the process of deciding if it's something that I'm going to do or not. Anyways, um, so when I'm, we're talking about this trip, I don't know how I got to that point. Talking about the trip though, I'm trying to find bikinis because regardless, I want to go somewhere warm. This winter depression has been hitting me like a fucking brick. I'm telling you, I've been sleeping 12 hours every single day. Like I've been sleeping eight, nine, 10 hours throughout the night. And then I'll wake up throughout the day and then take like a two hour nap. I'm not kidding you. I'm, and I'm, I'm not like one of those bitches, like everybody gets winter depression, but I feel like everybody in the Midwest does get winter depression because again, you don't see the day of light and it's always great. Again, I feel like I'm lucky because I said this one, one of the other podcast episodes where I'm like, skies are blue. Well, skies are blue today. And maybe that's why I have some energy, some energy. But, um, winter depression is very real and I need some fucking sunlight. So I was looking at clothing, so I'm not going to plan the trip, but I'll plan what I'm going to fucking wear. Um, so I can get those Instagram pictures cringe posting on Instagram is so cringe right now. Also pause really quick. I have this, I, I don't know what's wrong with me and it's so fucking disgusting that I do this. It's like out of, out of anxiety that I'll sit and scratch my head all day long. And like when I'm really stressed out about something, I subconsciously will sit there and like scratch at my head and then I'll scratch it till it bleeds. (laughs) And I know this is fucking gross. And then scabs will form on my scalp. And then there's nothing more satisfying than to scratch your scalp and pick off the scabs and pull them out. I do it every fucking day and it disgusts everyone in my life. And they always see me do it and they're like you're so gross but I can't stop doing it like it's so satisfying that I can't stop doing it the only time that I stopped doing it is when COVID first happened and I didn't have anything to do and I was just at home all day long cooking painting doing the things that I genuinely love to do and relaxing I didn't pick my fucking scalp then because I didn't have anything to worry about anyways so planning outfits I'm looking at buying some new bikinis for the trip some outfits. Why the fuck are bikinis more than a hundred dollars? Can somebody tell me that? Why the fuck is Frankie's bikinis like $80 for a swimsuit bottom, $90 for a swimsuit top? Who the fuck do you think you are? This is not fucking Chanel. This is fucking not YSL. This isn't fucking Dior. What the fuck do you think? Like there's so many bikini brands charging a tremendous amount for literally a piece of fabric that covers my nipple and my labia. The fuck are you charging 
$80 for. And it's like all the other bikinis just aren't as cute that are less than like these brands. But I think it's like they know that they make cute bikinis. So they skyrocket these prices. And I'm just like, you know that it was so cheap for you to make a piece of cloth that's a two by two inch and then a five by seven inch and then sell it on the fucking internet for almost $200. (laughs) That doesn't sound sustainable and it sounds like fucking bullshit and it sounds like capitalism and it sounds, fuck, it sounds like privilege is what it sounds like. And it's like, am I going to save up all my nickels and dimes to buy $200. The thing is I could buy a $200 bikini, but then I have to sit back and be like, is this financially smart for me? Like, I feel like I'm out of touch with myself if I do something like that, because it just is like, that sounds like, it just sounds so fucking stupid to spend that amount of money on a fucking swimsuit when everybody buys new swimsuits every single summer. That's the thing. And that's why prices should be cheaper for swimsuits because as girls, as women, we typically, at least all the women I know don't wear the same bikini every single summer. And every single summer you want to buy a new bikini. So it's like, we're not keeping these bikinis as like lifelong bikinis, like we would normal clothes. So Frankie's bikinis, either send me a bikini now or fuck off for the rest of eternity. And since I've been talking so much rage today, um, one thing I want to say though, and I was like talking about earlier about, um, talking shit necessarily. It's not even talking shit. It's just speaking your truth, sister. (laughs) The thing is is that if when I know like in high school when bitches in high school would be like you look like a fucking horse okay spider legs okay five head or like stupid dumb shit like that which I think that like I'm somewhat more evolved being a white blonde woman is because I was fucking ugly until the time I was 17 years old. Like, I'm not kidding you. It looked like somebody had stomped on the side of my head and pulled at my hair and wiped my whole body down with oil and grease. I don't fucking know. I don't know why I was so fucking ugly. I don't know why. I also didn't know how to dress myself. I literally wore my entire senior year of high school, the same sweatshirt and sweatpants did not do my hair, and did makeup in my first period class, which looked like fucking shit every single day. I have no idea what that was about. I really don't. Probably just depression. But if the worst thing that you, like if you are getting an argument or something bad has happened, and the worst thing that you can say about somebody is that they're fucking ugly, it's pathetic. And it means that you are actually the shithead. If you can't say anything else about another person other than that, you just think they're ugly. First of all, it's fucking bullshit. I feel like sometimes we can talk like I talk shit about people who wear Crocs. I think that that is a fucking crime. Crocs are the ugly and hey dudes, hey dudes and Crocs. For the people who are listening to this that are not in the Midwest, every fucking bitch in the Midwest that does not live in a city in the Midwest is wearing Hey Dudes and they're like a cheaper version of the Sperry and they're fucking horrendous. Google it. But 
the thing is, I feel like you can talk about those type of things, like what people, not to be a bitch, because again, you're like, well, maybe some people can't afford certain things. And like, again, you have to evaluate the situation before you say anything, but those things can be changed. Your fucking face. I mean, it can be changed. Like beauty can be changed. You can buy a whole brand new face. It's what every fucking celebrity and supermodel in our current day and world does. No hate. I'll probably fucking do it. <laughs> I'm just getting self-love. But if the, that's the worst thing you have to say, then you're just fucked and you're just an asshole. Don't do that. Don't be that fucking guy or girl. But okay. New, new, new segment, new, not even a segment, new topic. Because for the last 40 fucking minutes or however long I've been talking, it's just been me on a fucking rampage. But I told you guys I'm on a bender today. Don't know what the fuck's going on. Maybe it's the vitamins. Maybe it's the third fucking latte. Maybe it's... I don't know what it is, honestly. Maybe just I'm getting my energy back because I love myself now. And I know that I'm not ever, ever, ever going to work for a company again because I don't feel like that. And one last thing to say again, before I get on a more concise topic, I was talking to a friend and I feel like I always say that I was talking to a friend, but I was talking to a friend and I do talk to my friends a lot. So anyways, we were talking. It's like, what the fuck is so wrong about not, not wanting to work a job? Like there's nothing wrong with that. I feel like everybody in our like world is like, you have to work a job and contribute to to society. Well, yeah, you can. But the thing is, if I had it my way, and if I were going to be completely honest with myself, I would just be a gardener. I would paint. This is what my everyday would look like. They say, if you want to be like successful or you want to be happy, or you don't like your current situation, you should sit down and journal what your day should look like. I still haven't done that, but I had to think about it the other day. I would get up. I would go to yoga. I would go get a matcha. I would go on a walk, then I would get lunch with a friend, and then I would come home and paint, and then I would go on a long bike ride in nature, and probably sit down somewhere and journal, and then jump in a lake, and just be cute, and take a little cute picture, and maybe learn how to crochet, learn a fucking craft, I don't know, come home, garden, water my plants, and plant new food for the winter time, or you know what, I'm not going to live somewhere in the winter time, and then at the night, time I might do like another little workout or like a a nice evening walk and get all fresh wholesome ingredients to make a dinner with and I would be perfectly a-okay and completely fulfilled doing that every single day that's what I would want to do every single day and when COVID happened and I lost my job and I didn't have anything to do it's that's exactly what I did in the summertime and that was like the finally like the first time in the past however many years where I finally felt happy and not stressed again by life. And they say that you should have some stress in your life, but I just feel like that's what I would do every single day. And I don't feel like they say, and I don't know how valid this is. Again, I don't do my research. So take everything I say with a grain of fucking salt that men are on a 24 hour hormonal cycle. And as we know, women are on a 28 day hormonal cycle. I don't wake up with the same amount of energy every single day. That's just not how it works. The other day I woke up and I really didn't want to get up and fucking work. I did not have the energy. I knew that I needed to rest that day. I needed to take care of myself that day. 
But no, they people expect you to show up the same every single day. And it's like for men, that works, I feel like, because of their home hormones. But for women, it doesn't. And it's like, I will sit here and do whatever I have to do. I again, I'll pop a titty. I will pop this lip. I will share pictures of my asshole on the internet if it means that I don't have to get up and do the same shit every single day when I don't feel like it and I have the freedom to do as I please every day and still find ways to contribute to society. That's my dream. That's the goal. And that's what I would do. I don't know where he's going with this point. I really don't. Anyways, next point. (laughs) Valentine's Day. So Valentine's Day is coming up. It's coming up. Who's getting fucked? Um, so I've made a list for things that we can do if you're in a relationship and things that you can do if you're not in a relationship. This pertains to both men and women. So men, don't feel like you're excluded here. You know, if you're a man listening to this podcast, the thing is, I'm going to say that you're, you know what the fuck is up and I trust you. For couples. So I've made a list of things that we can do this Valentine's Day. And the thing is, even if you are in a relationship, I'm going to sit here and tell you that you can still do all of the things that's on the singles list that I've made because I think it's just still important to like love yourself and do things for yourself and all of that good shit. So, um, since, so for couples, the thing is, is that if you've been in a relationship for a really long time with someone or say, I feel like sometimes, you know, you can get lost in day-to-day life, day-to-day routines, and really coming back to be intimate with your partner. And who am I? No one. And I don't have any research, and I'm not a therapist, and I'm not a couple's whatever. So again, take everything with a grain of salt. But then again, like, I don't know. I feel like we all, even if you don't have, you know what? I was going to say, even if you don't have all the information, you can still spread good info. (laughs) But the thing is, again, that sounds like the Facebook mom QAnon bitch that's coming out of me. And I'm not that person. But when I don't do my research, then I sound like that person. And that's not what I'm trying to portray to everyone. (laughs) But okay, so to get more intimate with your partner this Valentine's Day or just being closer and coming back and taking a moment, which we should do this anyways every week, but to show your person why you still value them, why you love them, why you're still with them. Uh, Yummy, yummers, yummers, but things that you can do. So for couples, I would say for Valentine's Day or like maybe even the day before. So it's not like because sometimes you're like, oh, you were expecting this because it's Valentine's Day, which is fine, though. Who cares? But say maybe like the day before Valentine's Day or maybe whatever. I think that you should start the day off by loving the person. No, I know you're like the fuck. Obviously, I'll show. But like whoever gets up first. So say like. So like whoever wakes up first or you wake up and you can go make breakfast and that's really sweet and thoughtful and cute and you eat breakfast in bed and whatever and you can turn on your favorite tune or have a recap of your week together and just talk about that or start the day off having sex. This is vulgar. It's been kind of a vulgar episode. Who cares? It's who I am. 
Um, you can start the day off by, you know, touching your per- this is in a consensual way, obviously. I'm not promoting non-consensual sexual activities. That's not what I'm doing. You know, touching your person, loving on the person, making out in the morning, starting off with a little morning sex. Horn dog, horn dog, horn dog in the morning. Giving a little oral. I don't like the idea of waking up with oral, but who the fuck knows? You and your person, you do whatever the fuck works best for you. Some things you can do also is one thing, because I know some people are, I hate when people say like, whatever, this is completely up to you and your partner. And they're like, I don't like flowers and chocolates and all that stuff. Whatever. Flowers are beautiful. You can't deny beauty. I think flowers are at the bare minimum a given. That's absolutely what's needed regardless. Um, but things that can bring you closer together, a sensual massage, like buying a little oil, really giving each other massage, setting the mood, getting some candles out, making it really cozy, making sure everything is like cleaned and picked up and feeling good. Light an incense, get your essential oils going. That type of thing will bring you closer. And you know, if this is something that you guys have not had in a while, I think that it can really do your relationship some just. In the Midwest, it is snowed. I wrote down, you guys could go have a little snowball fight. And you're like, oh, that just sounds so adolescent and like whatever. But that's the point. It's playful. You can bring out your inner child. You guys will probably laugh. And who knows if you'll fall. It could just be fun and funny. And allowing yourself to just be and allow yourself to play. I'm a grown adult, but I'm a child. So I love that shit. Um... So you can just let your inner child out, laugh, have some fun, go in and make some hot cocoa, and then you guys have a memory that you can make fun of or whatever together. One thing that you guys can do is fantasize about things that you've you've thought about trying and share them with one another. So something that you can do is like write a few things like sexual fantasies that you've thought of with no judgment. Cause sometimes regardless of how long you've been with your partner or things that you want to do, sometimes our fantasies that we have, you know, can feel like, Oh, that's embarrassing. Still. I don't want anybody to know that. Like, I don't care. I don't, I don't know. You know, there can be some insecurity around that. So one thing that you can do is say, Hey, let's, <clears throat> write down some of the things that we've always wanted to do or always thought about doing or whatever and like write it down on a little note, throw it in a bowl and you guys mix it all up and you guys take turns picking one out and like reading it out loud. And then you guys can like pick one or two that you're thinking about like, Hey, yeah, I wouldn't be, I'd be open and willing to do this or let's try that. And the thing you can do, I know I feel like I'm talking about sex right now, but Valentine's day is usually like sexual and love and it doesn't have to be, but Another thing you can do though also, say you do that and then you go to a sex store and you guys just look around and it's funny and there's always crazy shit in there. You're like, who the fuck is doing that? (laughs) But it could be fun to do. One thing that I do with my partner and I love doing this is you write a letter to each other about everything that you love about one another and things that you like and what's grateful and memories and things like that. And you read it out loud to them. You write your own letter and then you read it to them. I feel like it's different versus like if you just get a card and write, Hey, I love you. Thanks for all, whatever. I mean, that's still sweet, but it's so much more meaningful. 
And the, the fact that you are reading it out loud, how you truly feel, it's so much different when you hear it from somebody's voice versus when you just read it. And then plus you have something tangible to go back on. And when you are feeling a little low in your relationship, you can go back and read this letter or these things and remind like what everything that your partner loves about you. You know what I mean? I love doing that. It'll, I'm very, a very, um, what do they call it? Like not sensitive, but sentimental person. So I do shit like that. I'm corny as fuck. I don't care. And I cry every single time because I'm a fucking baby. I don't give a shit. I like it. And it makes me feel closer to my partner. And it reminds me of every reason and everything why I like that person and why they like me. And that's never bad. Um, they say that dining out, the thing is about dining out, Valentine's Day, there's always, everybody's always booking dinner plans and a nice dinner is still a very great option. But I think that you got like, it's always more, it's not as intimate because restaurants are going to be packed, like super fucking packed, but it could be really intimate to just make food at, like make a really nice dinner at home. And if you have kids, like telling your kids to fuck off for a few hours or whatever you need to do. And, and just doing something like that for each other and setting the mood again, lighting some candles for dinner, just talking, playing some of your guys' favorite songs in the background. That's always a good idea. It's very intimate. It's nice. I like it. I think it's a good idea. Um, you could do an activity together. I want to do an activity, activity this Valentine's Day just because I feel like doing something fun and something different. But I was thinking some activities that if you're a couple, you could do is that you could do like a cooking class together. You can make candles, go bowling. One of the things that I've wanted to do, I don't think I would want to do it for Valentine's Day though, is like, um, it's like a smash room and they give you a bat and stuff and you just like smash everything in the room. I think that would release some of my fucking energy and like tension, I guess, but I feel like that would be fun. I don't know. Things like that, that you could look at doing. Um, another thing you guys could do is taking sexy pictures together. I think that's so fun. You both are like having fun. It's kind of setting the mood. It's getting things like if you were wanting to have sex and then you guys have these pictures of each other that you can look back on, keep in your wallet. You're thinking of your partner, keep it in your car, something cute like that. It's just cute. And then you, when you're old as fuck and wrinkly as fuck, you're like, wow, we were really hot and really sexy. And then you can be in the nursing home, boning each other, looking at the pictures of how hot you once were. I feel like this is highly inappropriate. I'm sorry. Not really. For single people, this is what I have for single people. And if I was single, I would do this. And I'm going to do some of these just because self-love. Hashtag self-love. Um, for if you're single, taking sexy pictures of yourself still. I think that on Valentine's Day, it's all about loving love and loving yourself. So why not? get your favorite lingerie on, or if you're a guy, whatever the fuck works for you, I don't know, and take some really hot pictures of yourself, feeling good about yourself, and then you have those, and you're looking, and you're like, damn, I really do like myself, wow, I feel really hot, I feel really sexy, whatever, um, go out to, uh, I said, go out for drinks with other single people, so your friends, going out with your friends, and doing something fun that night, and then I'm sure that, 
there's other single people out at the bars that night or whatever that you're like, they're also single. So they're doing something. I know people always say Galentine's day. So I didn't want to say that one, but, um, one thing that I, uh, more things that I have is booking a massage or facial. I think that's showing a lot of self-love. You're kind of splurging, you're pampering yourself, making yourself feel better, like enlightened. Like, I feel like every time that I haven't gotten facials or massages often, and I wish I could more, but it's like every single time I do it just afterwards, I feel like, oh, wow, like a reset. Like it feels really good. So you could do that. Um, you can splurge on something and like get yourself something really nice that you've been looking at. Get yourself some new perfume. Get yourself like, say if you've been using like cheaper skincare, you buy yourself something like more expensive for skincare or something like that, which you typically wouldn't do. Um, One of the other things I would suggest if I was single and... Well, even now again, like I'm probably going to do these things for myself is taking the entire day off of social media. One, you can take the entire day to just focus on yourself and being present the entire day and not allowing yourself to just kind of like blank out and be, I don't know if being plugged in is the right word, but kind of, kind of like you're letting your mind go. If you go on social media, like you're not really using any thinking skills as much, but then that way also you can just focus on yourself, what you're doing that day, take the whole day to, you know, wake up, make yourself some good breakfast, go get a facial massage, blah, 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 whatever. So I think that's something really good. Plus you don't have to see everybody else posting all the shit they got from their significant other or like what they're doing with their significant other. And oh my God, I am sitting because I look out the window as I'm recording and there's a fucking car driving down a one-way street, like a major one-way street. What a freaking idiot. Um, I said, also write yourself a letter stating everything that you love about yourself and how you can prove on your self-love. For instance, I have been really struggling with myself and my confidence recently, not in like physical, like I'll just share, like not physical confidence, but confidence in like knowing what to do in life. And I kind of expressed that last episode. I've been really struggling and I wrote myself this long ass letter pretending that I was myself from the future and assuring myself and allowing and reminding yourself how much you love yourself and what you're good at. And I think that's something really good that you can do. It shows love for yourself on Valentine's day. Um, telling all the people in your life, how much you love them, write your parents a card, write your best friends a card, send people some messages saying, Hey, I really appreciate you. I love you. Happy Valentine's day. I think that's really good. And it can make you feel loved because they're going to message you back and say, hey, I love you so much too. Happy Valentine's Day, whatever. And then you can be reminded of all the people in your life that do love you. And if you don't have anybody in your life like that, that's okay too. Send yourself a fucking text message. Um, I said, make a list of things that are no longer serving you. Make a list of things that aren't serving you in a positive way and allowing yourself to grow. So if you know that there's habits that you have that are not healthy or a little toxic or, you know, make you feel like shit, writing those down and, and really recognizing them. Cause I feel like when you have to think about it and you have to write it down, then you really come to terms and realize like shit that you don't like in your life. And you're like, fuck, God damn. And starting to recognize that and being aware of it. Cause then you can start to like get rid of those habits and get rid of those things in your life that aren't serving you in a positive way. And for your growth, I said, eating a meal that is going to nourish your body, making yourself a really badass meal, getting takeout, going to a nice restaurant and getting a nice meal. That's going to make your body feel good. 
But again, if you want to eat pizza rolls and fries, it's fine because it's what I had for dinner last night and it was fucking delicious. No regrets. But if you, I feel like that's still just a way to show self-love and doing the most for yourself. Um, I said cleaning out your closet, letting go of old things that no longer serve you and letting go of pieces that do not look like the future you letting go of pieces that are linked to a negative time in your life. I think this is so important because even for me, I look at my closet sometimes and there are pieces that I will never wear. And it's like, I was 18 years old and yeah, those are cute and there's nothing wrong with them. But it is that like, if I see myself in five years, would I envision myself in five years wearing that? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't wear that. I need to get rid of it. It's gone. There's no reason to keep clothes around that are lingering, hanging dust and bringing down energy, period. Get rid of it. Clean out your closet. Get rid of all that shit that's just around that, again, is not serving you. And then I said, one other thing you can do is doing a skincare regimen, buying a face mask, a new lotion, hair products, etc. I just went to Ulta the other day. I've been using like old products and hey, Eli. He's trying to walk really slow because I told him to fucking come out here and make a fucking sound at all. I'm going to go ballistic. Not really, but I went to Ulta the other day and I was like feeling like shit. Like all my stuff was kind of old. Like I was like a little like out of conditioner. So I was like mixing conditioners and mixing old foundations with like stuff to match my skin tone and like. I didn't have any face mask. I just felt like shit and going and splurging a little bit to buy and resetting all new products, feeling good, feeling great. And then it just kind of feels again, like a reset. You're taking care of yourself and you're adjusting to how you want your future self to live. So that's something you can do on Valentine's day as well. YOLO. Oh my God. Oh, phew. I thought it was 444 again. I was like, seriously? Good God. And one last thing I'm going to say too about self-care and Valentine's Day is that um, the other day, so my partner and I, like, I don't really drive that much anywhere because I live downtown and I usually can like walk to most places. But if I do go somewhere, usually like my partner goes, but then like, if I'm hanging out with friends then we decide to go somewhere that's a little bit farther away, I drive. And the other day we were, we, me and my friend, it was so fucking cold. We couldn't walk. So we both drove. Sorry. I have like hiccups. God. And for the first time I forgot how much I just loved absolutely blasting the music in my car and screaming to the top of my fucking lungs. This shit feels so good. And it's like, doing that I feel like is also a form of self-care and getting back to your roots same thing with dancing and just being by yourself dancing singing and you don't have anybody to judge you or say anything about your shitty music and you know what I used to pride myself in being like I am a ch- I know all the good songs I know so many new artists and like all the good music and for the past year I've not even been really listening to music that much I haven't found any new music my playlists have not changed in like a whole year and a half it's because I've been primarily just listening to podcasts and so I have found myself just listening (laughs) to a bunch of old fucking songs but it's like what's good is good and new songs that are good will simply find me (laughs) 
<laughs> that sounds like a manifestation or some dumb shit. Anyways, you know what? Live, laugh, breathe air, learn. And also I wanted to say that since Black History Month has started, let's go through a couple of facts for that. Originally focused on reaching Black students in public schools, it started on February 7th in 1926 as Black History Week. It was launched by Dr. Carter G. Woodson and it is celebrated in the United States, United Kingdom, Canada, Germany, Netherlands, and the Republic of Ireland. Kent State successfully promoted Black History Month in 1970, and in 1976, President Gerald Ford officially recognized Black History Month. So there's a couple facts for you for Black History Month. And don't forget, because I was just about to say, live, laugh, learn, love. Do some more learning on your own this Black History Month. So that is it for this week's episode. Follow me on fuck. First of all, leave me a five star fucking review and a little comment below, please. From the heavens above, I'm begging you, please. Leave a five star review over below. Follow me on Instagram at Aja Smith, which is my personal Instagram A U J A S M I T H, or All Out Aja, which is the podcast's Instagram. And that's just fucking that. Also, PSA, 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 PSA. Forgot to say this earlier. Um, we have a website coming. Wow, wow. I forgot to say that earlier, but um, a website is coming. So that's pretty exciting because then you guys can submit um things. You want me to talk about suggestions, questions, and it can all be anonymous and you can submit stories and all that good shit and there'll be information. And when I refer to certain things, I can upload it on the website so you guys can know what the fuck I'm talking about when I'm talking shit on here. So that's pretty exciting. It's hopefully going to be up by next week's episode. We'll fucking see. Fingers freaking crossed. Follow the Instagram to keep updated. But anyways, love ya. Bye.